fans thank you so much for tuning in um catch me live doing that stand-up comedies i'll be over at the phoenix uh stand-up live in phoenix september 21st thursday one night only come on down my phoenix people scottsdale people you know what i mean tempe come on down then um the 22nd and 23rd i'll be over in the san jose improv San wow. Jose Improv in the Upper Cali, Northern Cali area. Come on through. We'll do some Bay Area dances. San Jose Improv. And then, of course, oh, don't forget the 27th. We had Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. And Naples sounds like nipples, so it makes me excited. And then the big one, baby. The big one. Thursday, September 28th, Miami right. Improv. Oh, Pitbull's coming. Gloria Stefan's coming. The Drink Here Champs go. are coming. I believe the Miami, Miami Dolphins. Trick Daddy's coming. The other girl, Trina, she's coming. Rick Ross is coming. DJ Khaled's coming. I like how some of these like are reasonable that they, you could think they come. <laughs> and then other ones, you just go, Gloria Stefan's not coming. Gloria Stefan's in a building, bro. So, yeah, that's my comedy you, shows. Come see me, one up fans. How do you do it, man? How do you do it? And but you love it. And you love it. It's fun. It's so fun. This much travel, you just love it. You want to get out there again. You need love to it. be traveling. Love if you're it. not traveling, you feel dead inside and depressed. <laughs> Although last week you were very upbeat. You, you seem upbeat again. Is that bipolar or is that manic depressant? It's a great question. Which one is manic it? depressant? Depressive. Right, manic depressive. No, but I'm a manic depressant. Is it, is it, if you're depressed, are you a depressant? That's a great, great question. I'm gonna be 54 years old this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to get it in the system. I don't have it properly in the system yet, but in case you forget, I'm gonna be 54 years old this year. That's <laughs> why you remember that. All right. What's good, fams? Oh, man, a lot, actually. A lot, What's lot. going on in the hip-hop world? Oh, shout-out to Corey Burford. Corey, Corey Burford. Corey Burford. Burford. It's a weird name. It's Burford. Burford. Corey is um, a good friend of mine that I lost contact a little bit because she's all fucking married and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, Cor- um, oh no, I love that, Corey. Who are you thinking of? No, a different Corey. This isn't Corey. She's from radio or no? No. No, okay. she's a writer from Australia. Okay. But she's, um, I hit her the other day and she says she listens to One Up every week, which I made me upset because a couple of weeks ago I was very depressed and she didn't reach out to see if I was okay. Well, people are hoping in their mind, they're hoping against hope yeah. that you're not serious. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. They think it's a bit. But no, they're, they're praying it's a bit, you know? Okay. But remember right. this too. All of us are big men. 
demanding right. respect. Right, right, right. That. All of the big men demanding respect. We are demanding it. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Corey Burford. And- I, I don't I don't I don't like the name. And so just Corey. Well, just say yeah, Corey. We're gonna have to just shout out Corey. I can't right, just Corey. Shout I out to Corey. Do the Burford business all night. Okay. Hey, and she's Jewish, so don't hate her. Is she and she's Australian? The Australian Jew. Is that a, is that a thing? Apparently. Does she yeah. say it like with? So she says it with an Australian accent, so it sounds that, nice. Yeah, that's that's how she talks. Corey, I'm 54 years old, bro. <laughs> I can't do Australian. What what makes Australian no. different again? Um, I think they don't. They have three syllable nose. No. Um, who else did I have to shout out? Shout out Corey Burford. Oh, damn, anything else? Another one up. All right, whatever. Well, yeah, no. Shout out to all the uh, Juan Eparu. I didn't check, so I, I actually this was, of course, the one week I was not really in the Discord. Billy, did that? Were the people as appreciative of last week's Patreon as I hoped they would be? They were, and they said they're 54 years old. Your version is the new years ago. Your oh, way of saying it. There's no, there's no new years ago. There's just a new thing. Yeah, right. it's not a, replacing years they ago. Said it, they said that that's the new one that is going to keep coming up. And yeah, they, I, I they can love get it. having a run. There's no doubt I'm 54 years things, old. Bro. Things can have a run that doesn't <laughs> replace yeah. old things. Well, no, 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 but they love the episode. Yeah, I mean, although Saif, can we be honest? Look, look, how, look how excited Billy is that they love oh. the episode. And they all kept writing loose ligaments in the... In the oh, business. loose ligaments. <laughs> oh, Shorty Blitz. Shorty Blitz hit me. He's like, yo, what's wrong with Billy June? I said, I know. We don't have enough bandwidth. Someone said that my, nick- my new nickname should be LL. <laughs> LL Cool B? Loose ligaments, bro. Loose ligaments. Uh, let's see. I saw a lot of old school heads the other day. At oh, the- fuck. We got to get... Sorry, sorry, sorry. We gotta get uh, Lucas on. Bitch stealer. He's very upset. He's very he's upset, upset? What, He's very upset about what has happened to his his uh, reputation. <laughs> well, what happened to his reputation? His reputation is that he. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a bitch stealer. I don't. I don't know why you guys are saying that. Because uh, I'm not stole anyone's bitch. <laughs> but he's I never lying. stole anyone's bitch. He's lying. He doesn't well, know. That, it's not that he's lying. He doesn't realize. And also, I think maybe he's taking the name, the, the term you're using very literally. Yeah. You know, like there's a certain level of irony and, and sarcasm to the term in general. It's just based on a concept. Yeah. You're not suggesting that like when I went to the bathroom and when we had dinner at my birthday, he was like, you Natalie, I was thinking we should hang out. That's not what you're saying. Right. He's not you're not saying he's an evil guy. So maybe he's confused. We got we got we got to figure it out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Maybe we'll do that because, on Because uh because I did the um I hosted the first Run the Jewels concert. I host is a loose ligament term. That's a loose ligament. Uh, yeah, I they let me go on stage and introduce a track. I did about a minute of a stand up. I did a piece of a joke. And I introduced a track and I was happy to be there because I was involved because I'm not involved. I was involved. I was there. I was meant to be there. Sort your shit, mate. I was on the stage. I'm I'm almost 54. (laughs) Almost 54. 54. Listen, and a big man demanded respect. (laughs) Listen, I didn't hear from track star. 
I didn't hear from Killer Mike. I just, you know what? Because I'm not involved. <laughs> no, I, I will say, I will say, I've always been cool with Trackstar, but I would say we we are becoming friends. He's moving up the ladder to friendship. Well, he's moving down for me. I used Why? To no, he's a good guy. I used to hear from him. And he's I, a good now, guy. He's a good guy. Time, there was a time. He but. got me involved. <laughs> I just but, um, but so I went to a Run the Jewels concert uh, the first night. So I, I didn't realize they were doing uh, four each four nights and each night was the they were performing each album. Yeah. In its entirety. That's right. So that's amazing. Uh, I went over there. I saw LP. Shout to Jamie. Um, I saw Killer Mike, who was very warm and loving. Uh, my boy Shane Gillis was in the building. I love how Shane Gillis is a star now and can get tickets to a Run the Jewels concert without having to ask me. I used to be his plug. Now he's like he's just up in there. Shane Gillis, he's he. This is a, he survived cancellation. Oh, survived beat. You know when people say he beat cancer. Yeah, he beat cancellation. No, he beat cancer. His new special he's big. is awesome. He's huge now because they try to cancel him. But by, which you by made the way, him a, you made him a monster. Which by the way supports my theory that actual canceling very rare. Even exactly. when a, even when a good attempt happens, yeah, doesn't happen. All right, so you saw so, Shane Gillis. Who else? So yeah, so I ran up in there. I uh, a track was dope. Um, Kill Mike, super cool. Um, who else did I see? Did I see anybody else? How you really are taking the Mr. Name Dropper to new heights? I love you. Mr. Name Dropper because it's not just name drop. Shout outs, baby! <laughs> shout out, shout out our people. Those are our families. Well, family, um, and that's strong. Family, extended families, <laughs> extendo, extended <laughs> vertical. Do they um, know? Are do they have to know the podcast exists to be considered family? Uh, I see. I see what you're saying. I'm saying but, well, um, family. So anyway, my whole point of this was, mm-hmm. oh, and I bought the merch, paid full nice. price. Then I just bought the merch as you bought should. the merch. Merch was fire. Um, but the thing is, uh, a <laughs> lot of white people there. Run the Jewels has a, a specific audience, specific yeah. fan base. Uh, well, love the hip hoppies. Um, so anyway, my point was, I said, hey, track star i'm gonna come through the show can i have a plus two and he goes yeah bits can come but not bitch stealer we don't want anyone's bitch getting stolen so i showed it to bitch stealer and he got very upset wow he got very upset he's like well why why are they giving me this rep man i'm not i didn't steal anyone's bitch well by the way can i with all due respect you know i like bitch stealer quite a bit yeah with all due respect without that rep you don't have any rep at all Exactly. It's you got brand. something. You have a brand now. And yeah. by the way, your brand, your brand could be worse. It could be lonely. It could be oh yeah, he's the guy who <laughs> never talks to any girls. He's alone. He sits alone by himself. Yours is I, that you're just a little uh, little OD. Bro, bro, bitch stealer. Yo, let me say, don't I can't hang with him. You want to get your ego punched up and bruised and slapped around? You want your ego to be fucking just fully bar fighting into the ground. The so other night. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm going to ask the question had, after, but go ahead. Okay. The other night he had, I don't know. He Every day he comes with a story. Oh, the, my friend from Toronto, she's in town and her Airbnb was shady. So I let them stay in my, so three Toronto girls staying at his Airbnb. And 
he brings him out one night. Hey, can they come to one of the comedy shows? So part of self, you know, I was wondering if these girls could come to the comedy show. So they come to one of the shows, whatever. I fucking kill it that night. Kill it. Yeah. Then I give them a ride home because he lives uptown now. So it's on my way home. How far up? The 140s. No, that's up. No, uptown. Yeah, that's uptown. That's not long. Not, not, not Billy Joel uptown. Harlem. I mean, uh, Cameron uptown. Right. When Cameron says Not uptown girl, you're hanging out on 86th Street. No, 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 no. This is Harlem. Right, right, right. That is that kind of Harlem. Bro, so apparently, so apparently I dropped them off. They go back out after I drop them off at like one in the morning or twelve, whatever. They go back out to some party, smoking and drinking. And then one way or another, all three of them try to get with bitch sealer. All three, all three. Well, how do you I'm tell like, story? How do you tell no, the story? No, he doesn't. He tells it with like a. He has like a bashful face when he tells the stories. He has like a like, and then he's like kind of bragging, bro. But I don't even bragging. It's still bragging. It's bragging because he didn't have to bragging anything. He didn't have to mention it at all. But I'm like, well, I, listen. Not that I'm gonna do anything. But not one of them was like, hey, who's your friend? You know what I mean? Like, no. all three got to pile up on him? No. How? Here's uh, my question, Saif. How old are these girls? I had to be young. 24, maybe. It might be time for a little bit of, a little bit of realism. Go on. I'm going to make this plural, just not because I care, but just to make you feel better. Yeah. We're old, man. Bro, I you killed it on stage. If the girl, if a, if the twenty four year old girl from Toronto, not only liked you but you were available, and she started dating you and brought you home, it would be a controversy. <laughs> She'd go, "I'm bringing home a fifty year old man." It, it would be a be, disaster. She'd lose friends. People would stop talking. It would be like a, <laughs> a family would be calling people. There'd be like an intervention. Like you understand, you have to really look at it from the realistic lens. You have to get to a really high level of, of <laughs> you know success to where age isn't even a thought. It's just well, like, what about what about what what about De Niro and Pacino both having babies? Well, yeah. Again, like I just said, with all due respect to your great success you've had in life, that's that's. That's Pacino and De Niro, so they call him Panero. Pacino you know I mean? already got divorced after a month. Damn, he's out? That happened like last week. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I understand. All right, so but, but on that, I had a question. Here's my question about BS, though. Is, yeah. it, <laughs> is it that he's good-looking or know. that he has the Kavorka, or is it both? No, he has the Kavorka for sure. He okay. has the Kavorka for sure. But you don't I know yet whether he's good looking. Like, is that he's a really handsome? It's He's a pretty handsome kid, but like, it's know. not like. I don't know. Okay. He, maybe, maybe he's handsome. Maybe his face is handsome to women. He's dumb short, dresses like an animal, like a fucking, like a homeless. Yeah. Like not even a new homeless person. Like a, I've been homeless for a while. Yeah. I'm in these streets. Yeah. And like, like when someone becomes homeless, he's like, yo, look at these freshmen. Right, right. Exactly. He's been around. Why is he Tracy Morgan, too? <laughs> I hear what yeah, you're saying. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. 
Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's very interesting in that sense because he's not like, he's not, well, we'll, we'll have him on and we'll figure it out. I'm going to be 54 years old this year. Remember so, yeah, that was well, what I was, was you know? I, I, I gave them a ride home and then uh, Bitch Stealer goes to me, yo, I need the stage, playboy. I need the stage. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's a great line. I don't even know I if I have it in me. Boy. I don't know if and I then have it in me. And then I go, hey, man, I wish some girls liked me. And he goes, that's not my fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be 54 years old, bruv. Maybe if you that's told the girls. That's not my fucking problem. Hey, maybe if you told the girls that you left your wife and children. <laughs> Listen, also. I left, I left my wife hey, and you know children. Happens. To be I left my wife and children to be here, bruv. <laughs> be here, bruv. The least you could do, bruv. Now, now, I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Like, not even, they're not even my type. They're cute girls, but not my type. Not, not even someone I would go after. But right. still, I got a nice whip. I just killed it on stage. Nothing. 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 Not for not for 24 years old, bro. They'd have to be like I'm 24 years old, bro. 24 years old, bro. Like nah, bro. Yo, I was I was um I, I went to Kenny Loggins last week. I told you this. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the Patreon. By the way, if you heard us allude to the Patreon, what we were talking about is last week we just did like an hour 15 Patreon. It was a fucking hell of an episode. So if you're someone who enjoys the regular Listen, I'm not telling you the Patreon's going to be getting better and better, bruv, but I am saying it's it's there's some shit going on over there. So patreon.com slash one app is life. But the Kenny Loggins show stuff, I saw some like late 40s ladies that were ready. They were ready for Kenny if Kenny could still bring it. They if were. Kenny was there. Yeah, these they were like, you know. They were young at some point. They were young <laughs> at some point, bruv. Um I, speaking of young, at some point, I went to the Funkmaster Flex um, Hip Hop Forever oh, man. concert. By the way, you're going to love this. Bring it down. I've been playing the bomb sometimes on my uh, wrestling podcast, like because there's big wrestling news. And I got the most earnest email the other day from someone just being like, hey, I noticed you've been playing that bomb sound effect a lot. I'm just curious. Does that have some sort of cultural relevance? Because I don't understand what you mean when you play it. Wow. Who the fuck like, is that guy? He was like, is there any? He was like, I'm sure there's no. And he was like, he was like, I'm sure there's something, but I don't yeah. know what it is. Right, right, right. And I'll be, I, I said, you know that. what? I respect that. I said, I'm, I said, I'm really glad you asked. Anyways, so I, I did not love what the Flex concert looked like on paper. Like it was like it felt like very random when you read the list of people involved in it. Like what was the list? Wu Tang and Mary, cool. Yep. EPMD, yep. love okay. it. Getting a little different than the Wu Tang and Mary, but love it. Sean yep. Paul, all right. Sean love Paul. Sean Paul. Okay. Trying to trying to okay. figure it out now. Hosted by Tyrese and Maxwell. Uh, now I'm just lost altogether. Tyrese and Maxwell. So okay. The bill to me did not was not nearly as fire as the show was. That that's the whole that was the whole lineup. The, those were the only names listed. At the way end, they added Diddy. 
Okay, there you got to. He's released a new album, love album exactly. out now, guys. But yo, if you were at that show, you know, and if I had time to talk to Flex like in person, I would maybe tell him my thoughts on this. It it was such a fucking banger of a show. Yeah. But you might get thrown off if you saw the flyer. You'd be like, well, yeah. I don't know what this is. Yo, and this I, is at the garden. It was at the garden. They they I the big I, garden, the main garden. Big garden the olive garden the big olive garden wow when i tell you i got some i got some names lined up for juan aparus okay people are excited to come on you're gonna you you about to drop drop some names oh well i'll tell you this baby i'll just tell you this he did a little set flex got on so i got there of course this is the first hot 97 show that ran exactly on time so I had to go to Roslyn, Long Island, because the the concert fell on Rosh Hashanah, right? Oh, right. So oh I, really? It all was because you're Jewish. Yes, I was kidding. <laughs> no, no, dead serious. First Rosh Hashanah with the in-laws had to oh, go. Happy New Year! Thank you, thank you. I Saif, I ran back at eight. I jumped in the car at like seven fifty. Too late for Saif for sure. But yeah. I was told previously it probably won't be running on time. So I make it and park in front of the garden like five of nine. I get on, I get inside of like nine Oh three EPMD is already on stage. So I missed my intro slot, but I have to tell you, are you supposed to introduce them with Ebro and Laura? Oh, what a, what instead, a fuck face. And instead they just roasted me on stage, uh, roasted me on stage saying I was late when really I was, I, I, I was thrilled with the time I made. Couldn't believe I, I missed it, but I did. Um, it's obviously always possible if it says nine o'clock, it's going to be nine o'clock and it was nine o'clock, but truth be wow. told the stage so part EBMD was the first group. No, Sean Paul was at like, like eight 30. Oh, okay. Sean Paul, then first. EPMD. Um, the truth okay. is though, the, I want the fact that I saw flex, the most important part to me was that flex knew I was there to support his show. That was mm-hmm. the, that was really like that. Yep. I want to get on stage. Everyone always wants to get on stage, but honestly, I was happy to just be standing on the stage watching the show. So we EPMD Scythe, I mean, <sighs> bruh, murder, murder, murder. And like the people really Did you scratch or no, I don't think scratch was there. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. I don't think they're doing the thing anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think scratch, so. I never ran into scratch, so I would say no. They bodied it. After EPM, yo, they closed with "Please Listen to My Demo" at MSG Ooh. in front of fifteen thousand. Hearing "Please Listen to My Demo," how long were they on stage? Half. They got a real set, yeah, like thirty minutes, twenty-five, thirty. So they did joints. Oh man, and they looked great. They sounded great. Yeah, I have to tell you, man, it's so I don't, I don't really, I don't talk about this that often on the podcast. Yo, Your my penis? relationship, my relationship, what? Your small penis. <laughs> my small penis. And the way that it affects me when I'm at these shows, <laughs> um, my relationship with PMD is so great and always has been since the second he did my college radio show fucking yeah. third, 25 years ago. And he's always remembered me and like watched me come up. And when he sees me always has like, I don't know how to say this without it sounding a bit but Jay, but he he always has like a special moment for me. You know what I mean? He yeah. always has like a yo, like always. It's funny you say that because I kind of get the same feeling from Eric. 
Like just always. Like every time Eric sees me, he shows me like more than like extra love, which I get a lot of love from people that I see from that from that era. But he gave me like extra love. It's weird you say that. There were a lot of special guests who came on that stage. Okay. Special guests. Here we go. Special guests came on that stage. I'm talking about. Okay. Let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. I'm talking about. Hold on. I'm talking about. Ooh. Wait, which one? Both? No, just see yeah. Both? No, 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 no. Just, just see us move. Yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, this is the wickedest introduction. Okay, both? Just, just, uh, vicious. Just a little vicious, okay. <laughs> I like that he's all grown up now when he raps his songs like, the more freak. The more freak of the week. I'm talking about. What? Wait, who? Cool. Cool. Yo, Saif, let me tell you this. Cool rocked? Bro, Saif, let me tell you. I have Cool's number. He wants to come on the pod. We're getting DJ Cool. He rocked. Yes, he came out and did Let Me Clear My Throat. He was dressed to the Just that? Yeah, I think he just did Let Me Clear My Throat. What was he? How was he dressed? I never even seen this guy. I don't even. I don't know what this guy looks like. Really? Yeah, I feel like you'd recognize him. So I'm from DC. It's different. Yeah. What was he wearing? Who, who took the pictures of us too? I have pictures. Someone snapped pictures. I don't have it. Was he your famous photographer wife? She was not there. She was Jewing it up. She was doing her Jew thing. All right, but Sife, do you know what she rock? picked you over Wu? Yeah, it was. It's but there's a reason why I didn't have oh. her. I didn't have a photo pass for her. There were reasons why it made sense. But she picked you like, over woo. Jew over the woo, and this only in this Ooh. case. There was a lot of Jewish guilt going on. If it was, was not. Nah, she would have been there. If it was not, nah, she would have found a way. Possibly. Um. All right, ready? Yeah. Here's the song that I tell you. Getting to hear this guy get on stage and do this in front of the garden. And first of all, he looked and sounded great. Uh-huh. But it was such a unique experience that I never thought I'd have him safe. And we're getting him on the podcast. Oh, this, yeah. right, this right here. Oh. Oh, my get God. Get out of here. Hold on. You must to the who? What? And we're going for yo. Shouts Where? to Milk, bro. Shouts to Milk. He did that song. So who was was Flex DJ for all these artists? Um. Yet yeah, for these ones, Flex was up there. I'm pretty sure he was the one DJing. But but D, but Flex went on a rant on <clears throat> who's the Locks' tour DJ again. Uh, technician flex went on a rant on Saturday night about how technician is the best DJ for artists in history. It, wow. That's what he said. Wow. He put his foot down. I mean, he was going off. He was going off for sure. I mean, bro, I, I was listening to the locks. So I took the locks dip set versus 
and cut out like my favorite parts and I just have them in my phone. Like, so if my phone's on shuffle, it'll like N words done start as something or who shot your freestyle or right. it'll just come on rotation in my phone, bro. He does kill it. He does kill it. Cause there's even a part where like Sheik was about to rhyme a little too early and he's like, hold on Sheik, hold on. She like, he really guides the show and his cuts are like precise. His cuts are no, precise. He, I mean, by the way, if your name's if your name's DJ Technician, it's kind you're not you're yeah, obligated. What would you do if you were sloppy? Yeah. Yeah, you can't be sloppy. You can't as technician. Yeah, he now, he does kill it. So what? So so EPMD and then all those guests, like one after the other? He came all after them. Then then Wu Tang. Flex was like, yo, come do one joint. Come do one joint. Bam. Then Wu-Tang. What, CL Smooth just did reminisce? He also, he also did Straighten It Out. Okay, okay. But I have to say, though, in the moment, and like, and Greg Nice did a few. Mm-hmm. I forget. Just Greg. No, no just no Smooth. Wait, so people. did Flex tell everybody not to bring any of their partners? Yeah, he said only one at a time. <laughs> I can't wait to go to the Dougie Fresh Smooth B Pete Rock <laughs> show. <laughs> That's gonna be the one, and and Gizmo. Yeah, Gizmo. <laughs> um, and then Wu Tang rocked and brought out Red Man. I mean, you saw probably on my Instagram the highlight. Ghostface brought out the Eagle. Man, bro, that the, oh, what a fucking night! Who made Ghostface that jacket, bro? The Ghostface, Ghostface killer. Ghostface. Woo. The ghost face robe with the fucking with the eagle man. It was I was so psyched to see that. It was such a cool moment. Um it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh who from woo? Who from woo? Oh, oh, that I Riza. You're never gonna get all of them. Who I saw Riza, because here's the thing, I had a terrible angle of the stage at that point, and I was kind of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know they were like, Ghost- yo, move out of the way, Jew N-word. Move <laughs> out of the way, Jew N-word. I, I know Ghost. And I, I know Ghost. I know Riza. I know Meth. I know uh, I saw Deck. I, I assume Ray. I never saw Ray, but I assume Ray. What do you mean? You're, are you hearing the songs? It's. I know this sounds bad, but like I was in and I was moving around during their set, and then I pop out and I heard Rock Wilder, and I. Why heard, are you moving around with Woo? You do all your moving around pro, pre right. and post Woo. That's who I was there to see. Was Woo? You're absolutely you right. Post up and watch Mary do slow jams. No, I left before Mary, so no, I was there to see Woo. Oh, you have to leave. You have to get home. You got to walk go there, Long Island. No, I'd go back to Long oh, you, Island. You, you rejewed. I went back to Long Island, bro. I went rejude. back to Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the re- I jewed and rejewed. Rejuvenation. It was I was rejuvenated. Good job, Billy. Bro. <laughs> can I ask you can I ask you a question? I want you to answer honestly. Yeah. Should I feel bad that I ran into Red Alert and it felt like he hated me or is that a, is that a possible normal thing that can happen if you run into Red Alert at a certain time? 
you're asking two different questions. If he hates you, yes, you should feel bad. Well, of course. How would you now, know? Are you asking if he hates you? Well, if you knew the answer, certainly I would love for you to. I don't know it. the answer. What gave you that vibe? He he gave me nothing. He didn't give you no poo 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 juice. juice. He I saw him talking to Shawnee like the two of them went to high school together, <laughs> and then he saw me. You ever have someone you think is going to give you a nice warm embrace, uh-huh, that, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then they give you with the let me just keep you right here. Just keep it right you here. Can't, he gave you like a loose ligament dap. No, it was more like a tight ligament dap. Like I'm a block. A tight, you. Like, yeah, oh, right tight here. ligament push away. Yeah, stay tight right. Tight ligament push away. Uh, yeah, you're not. You're not. So I I brought this up earlier, and not I, bringing you in for a warm embrace. No. And, and, maybe and he thought. Maybe he knew it was your holiday, and he didn't know if you're allowed to be touched. I don't think that's it. Mm. But I brought mm. this up earlier with some of our other. Hot 97 uh, people. Cohorts. And and more than one said they have had occasions in which they got that vibe, and then the next occasion, they didn't. It's been back and Uh, forth for a while with him. Like, I see him sometimes, and he wants to chat, and other times, he has no interest. I was like, okay. I don't know. I've I've gotten pretty much always the same from him, which is pretty warm. Pretty warm. And then now... He goes to my barber. So now sometimes I see him at the barbershop. So. Well, he was once 54 years old, bro. No, nah, he's 64 years old, bro. No, but then he was once 54 years old. <laughs> this is a long time ago. But then, but then get this. I saw another person and was and got a kind of like. Eh. Oh, who, who gave you the cold one? Marley gave me like very little too. Really? Very little, bro. Very little. And I was like, yo, Marley, I I was like, you get my text about the biz thing? That was so dope. He's like, yeah, I got it. I was like, okay. Mm. What's going on here? Is it the Chuck D thing? The Chuck D thing? What, did they they start browsing the internet yesterday and found something that they had already had? Bro, that Chuck Chuck D is a black mark on your permanent record. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. That doesn't go away. Don't get it twisted. Um, so, it, so it can come back. Yeah, they won't even remember well, what you've it seen was. them. You've seen them since. Yo, bro. You know what? When do you think the Chuck D thing was? That's a great question. I'm gonna say seven years ago. In way more. How about that? Sife. Here's the realness. Rosenberg apologizes to Chuck D. July seventh. 2014. I'm I'm gonna be 54 years old, bro. <laughs> 2014 is what? How long ago was that? That's, That's nine, nine years, years ago. ago bro. <laughs> nine. So years. once again, we've bent over for the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> As always. No, you know what it is though. I think you did tap into something though. I think that because of that. And some other factors. I I get held to like a weird. I, I can go out of favor with people very quickly for any reason. Do you see what I'm saying? I think I hold a more tenuous place. There's a lack of trust. You know what I'm saying? 
So like they hear yeah. a certain thing and all of a sudden they remember a certain thing. And they're like, eh, do I mess yeah. with it? Yeah. I don't even yeah. And I'm like, wait, you don't remember all the other? Wait, you just threw? Okay. Because the Kelly Rowland thing gets in there. It brings up the Chuck D. Kelly Rowland brings up the Chuck D. So anytime I have anything critical to say of anyone black and famous, it's yeah. going to bring back the memory of the time I got into it with Chuck D and yeah, he said he do be wild. He does some yeah. wild shit. He's a wild boy. Um, because like, maybe they just got their bitch stolen. Well, listen. You know what? It was all made up for. I decided, Sife. This is a valuable lesson for both of us. I decided in that moment to say, I don't really like how this feels from anyone. It does not feel particularly fair or warranted given my relationships with those people, but I'm going to talk about it on one app and not going to think about it. Cause you know why I've run into a hundred people who have, I've had a wonderful run in with. I'm not going to focus on the collective 30 seconds. That was clearly like, eh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I decided yeah. to go sit there and spend some time with my man Bugsy Bugs, have a great mm-hmm. old time with Bugs, and I ran into Lenny Green. Ooh, oh, bro, I heard I was I made a so I put together a ghost face, bro. I've been I've been I'm I'm really happy. I've been finding time to like gather up tons of music by artists I like and find album cuts that I might not have been aware of or forgot about. Okay. And, I like this idea. So I did a, a little Wayne, little Wayne. My little Wayne list is fire. I went in there and started taking out features of people I didn't like and just got Wayne verses back to back to back. I don't need gutter gutter on certain things. No offense. No, 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 Scythe. No offense. So well, Ghostface was my latest one. And um, I forgot what song it is, but he shouts out Lenny Green in it. Like mm-hmm. something like about a smooth voice like Lenny Green. Mm-hmm. Fire. Was it on Wizard of Poetry? Or was it old? I don't know. I, I, got, I put so many Ghostface songs in, I had to go through. I don't, they all blended together. I love him so much. Man, that ghost, I tell you about the Ghostface um, Nems record. I, I mentioned that you're, on here, right? You're so, you're so late. You, you, I, 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 it was, I know you don't care, but like, by the way, guess what? Guess what Ghost is going to be on May 9th? On May 9th? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be 54 <laughs> years old this year. Uh, wait, what did you just ask me? Uh, oh, yeah. What, you love the Ghost Nems Don't Ever Disrespect Me record? I told I had, I was I had to do this thing with Nems for Monster Energy. Um, I was telling Nems that... Oh, we'll get back to Mary. One second. I want to hear about Mary. Oh, you left, though. I didn't see Mary. You can watch on the hunt. I was telling Nems he's getting great features, great artists, great beats. He's, his music is dope. He's like... He's getting the same respect as Griselda. Mm-hmm. But his music is a little more fun than Griselda. Right? So... Griselda's very slow and hardcore underground hip-hop. Nem's got a little more bounce to his shit. Not knocking Griselda. Right. So he got, so you know how Griselda, like, 
I don't even know all the Griselda projects. I just put it on shuffle. You'll hear Raekwon. You'll hear 50. You'll hear all the people that, you know, from our era that love Griselda. Nems is starting to get the same shit because he's so New York and so aggressive with it. But Ghostface on that Nems record let loose a new, a new Ghostface that I never heard. Like, oh, the really? most... I never heard that flow from Ghostface that he does on Nems. And I was like, yo, you brought something out of Ghost on that song. And there's just one quick verse. And he was like, yeah, Ghost bodied me. He's like, I almost went back and rewrote the verse, but he's like, nah, let, let Ghost live. Bodied him. It's Ghost being Ghost. Um, so I think that's all I have to tell you. I saw Ghost. I ran into Method Man, who was great. Method Man thanked me for um, defending him against the racist who called the uh, K-Show that day. Um, yeah, so why focus on the fact that someone else you idolize kind of treats you like you're like your disease. Well, you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. Don't tell stories. Yes. Yeah, you have so is. many reminders to talk about. Oh I God, so hurry reminders. up. I, I got to get to therapy in your text message. Okay. Um, so I was out, I'm on a, I'm on a little run with Dave Chappelle and we went to do Mo Ammer day. So Mo Ammer day, Mo has a day, at, you know, he has a, like a key to the city. His day is whatever. I think it's, uh, September 16th I think is Mo Day so we had a big show in Houston like 5,000 people something like that dope show me I hosted the whole thing DJ hosted uh, my boy Ralph Barbosa um, uh, Hassan Minhaj came Hassan tough, Minhaj tough, tough week for old Hassan what Minhaj happened? You, don't read the, you don't read the newspaper very often not at all not at all yeah, yeah. Good what time. happened uh, article came out about Hassan um, that basically says that every story he's ever told is made up. Uh, and it, it, I, I don't know what the net ramification is. Like I was, I was sitting there actually. Why? A, what? Oh, I guess I, did I, re- see, I read it too. I read the article too. I did see Mo and Hassan have to have a little why, why private his name so like that. That's how you have to say it now. He doesn't like Hassan Minaj. Hassan. Hassan Minhaj. No, you don't have to say Minhaj, do you? Minhaj. No, okay, that's um, no. What? What? So, what story? What did it say, Billy? I haven't finished the story. I like. I was in the middle of work when it came out. But my dad, tell me if you agree with my dad's assessment, because my dad's a fan. Uh, he he said at first you're like, oh, this isn't that bad, and then as it goes on, you're kind of like, wow, he really, wow, he really did make up a lot of stuff. He said like he said like you you take things of the truth, and then you like add humor to them and add kind of like far-fetched things to them to like make a, them funnier. A, oh, he so does it like a comedian? But, so like but, a stand-up but comedian. Some of the stuff, but some of the stuff that he did it to were things that were a little too serious that sounded that caused actual issues. Like a, like a teacher being like an FBI informant well, that, that's or, or a white powder being sent to his house in an envelope and then him saying that his daughter got sent to the hospital because right. she smelled it so it's it's but a little it, that didn't happen. Hey, no, never shut the fuck up when i'm trying to get into my podcast jesus christ have you what, you ever heard gary <laughs> delabate on howard he gives information but if howard weighs in then he pauses for a second and lets him talk I, it's like why do i have to you could tell i wanted to weigh in on what he was saying couldn't you sorry billy that was valuable information but um <laughs> so yeah so Sife, the, the first thing billy said about the 
the, the FBI informant thing. That's like a really big story in his act from his oh, childhood. Yeah. And he tells it and you're sort of like, oh my God, like you're part of it. It's that is that it's funny, but part of it is that your mind is blown by the story having had happened to him. I don't care. Um, so you don't think there's any obligation? I'm asking. You, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't, no, I don't know that there's no, an answer. Zero. So you could, you could get up on stage and portray the entire hour as being about your life, and it turns out it's about your friend's life. It doesn't matter. It's all for performance. Correct. But then again, you comedians believe and you guys just not, you do whatever, and as long as it's in the purpose of being on stage and people laugh, that's all that matters. As as my job is to make you laugh. Whatever I do to make you laugh is the job. I'm not. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. You don't have to know me personally. You don't have so to you know would, me personally. You would have no judgment for a comedian friend. If you've been watching a comedian do a bit for years and you always thought the bit was they always portrayed it 100% all the time like it was their life and then he found out they weren't, you wouldn't think anything of it. You'd just be like, no, it's cool. It's a bit. Are they speaking at a school? Are they right. doing a lecture? That's different. I wonder if people are doing like a, like a graduation, um, whatever you know, commencement speech or whatever those things are called. Are you? Or, I wonder if people, Billy. Do you think that people are holding Hassan to a higher standard because he hosts like a, a fake Patreon news act? show? A fake news show. He does a fake news show. But but Patriot Act's not really a fake news show. Patriot Act is a. It's kind of a real news. Commit a, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't fake news. That was a real news show. With it was actually a really angle. good show. So Billy, how? What did you walk away thinking from the story? I'm fifty fifty on it. I, I hear you. Because I, I see Sife's point, too. Well, yeah. you have to be real. You have to be real on stage. You think I ever airdropped a dick pic? I never did it. That's, I, but I, 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 I sound like I fucking do it every day on stage. <laughs> that is true. I literally, Sife's sort of I mean, go-to, your sort of go-to shit, I, it's all made up. All of it. The funny thing is, my shit is all made up because when I I've done it, I've tried it. I'm not good at it. I'm not good enough at it yet. Where I tell real stories, I have a problem taking my real stories and embellishing them. I don't know how to do it yet because my hip hop brain is like, nah, son, that's not how it happened. Right. You know I mean? So you'd rather just tell a made up story that I you're not even pretending to be real. I just make it up. Yeah. I just make it up. And then like the, the Drake story is the closest one to it being somewhat real. And I'm getting better at it. But even the Drake one has um embellishments in it. And I find the jokes in it. So yeah, I I don't know, man. Like I don't know the whole story, but holding him to, to, because he's a comedian first, like the shows his comedy on it. Guess hmm. what? Rodney Dangerfield. A lot of people respected him. All of us respected Rodney Dangerfield. So <laughs> I mean, it's not even his real name. Right. Right. It's, it, listen, I totally I love Hassan. I agree. I, I don't know that it means. Like there's something inherently wrong with that. I, I I don't I don't know, but I'm just saying he was in the news. So you saw all these people. It was yeah. that was part of your Hassan, story. Hassan Minhaj, all part of um, the, the Mo Ammer Day. Then uh, Mo came out. I, I I DJed before Mo came out, like hyped up the crowd, bro. I I I catered my shit to the Houston audience. They were going crazy. Mo comes out to the standing ovation. 
man, crazy. So then um, brings out Bun B. Bun B does two songs, smashes it. And then um, Talib Kweli came out and did Get By and killed it. And um, man, I never got so. Oh, that fuck. I forgot. After after Mo Chappelle came out and did a surprise. He was a surprise guest. Oh, nice. No one knew Chappelle was coming. He was a surprise guest. Man, um, bro, I fucking super murdered it, bro. Like, beyond, like, everybody was showing me love. And then, like, Kwali had a long talk with me. Kwali was like, ah, I see why. I see why you do what you do. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, it's too easy for you. He goes, DJing's too easy for you. He said, like, you had to challenge yourself and do some other shit. I was like, damn, I never, I never quantified it like that. You know what I mean? And then Dave gave me some super love because Dave never sees me. Like, he'll see like a glimpse of me like before he comes on stage, but he doesn't ever really see my set or my act. I don't think he likes to watch other people's acts, you know? Or, or doesn't like you, full stop. He loves me. Stop it. But apparently I was on a screen downstairs in his green room and he saw my whole set. And later on at the after party, like, this is, this is what I, you know what I mean? This is, this is the, this is what I need, bro. He was like, yo, you murdered it. You killed it. How did you do that? How do you know what to do with this? And then you're great at this. La la la. So I was like, I was in heaven. I was floating. It's interesting. If you had, if you had done this whole comedy thing, you've done, minus the comedy, just being like, I'm going to be the DJ at every big comedy thing. It's interesting to think about how that would have played out. If I would have just did what, like the DJing of comedy? DJ. You're just the DJ. And then with no jokes. And then on the side, and then on the side, instead of booking gigs every other night to do comedy, you were just back in the DJ game. It's just interesting to think potentially that version of your life also. Because you're like me. You like me, you don't pursue one thing. And it's awesome. But also you wonder whether like everyone sees you DJ and it's like, oh my God, Jesus. You're like, damn, should you be doing festivals in front of fucking a hundred thousand people? Well, I I've I thought of that for I would kill festivals, but it wasn't in my plan in my stars. How high does it get you relative to the uh DJ? I mean the comedy. Like when you're doing it's, it, how me, does it feel? Well, it's hard to say because what people aren't realizing is like there's a lot of jokes in what I'm saying when I'm DJing. To me, it's more the jokes. I have a setup and then the music is the punchline. Right. But they see the crowd going crazy. Well, this one was different because this one I was like hyping the crowd up more because it was a bigger venue for Mo and it was like his day. So I was making him go crazier. Usually I don't play songs that are just sing along so it's like more for jokes right but this time i was like, like i played like um paul wall and mike jones and uh ghetto boys you know what i mean well yeah and so people are super impressed because of because of your music knowledge as an actual dj yeah and then i was like i i it takes time but i've i research and i find the right thing that's going to work in the right moment and i play just, like just the right anti-semitic record to play for mo Amers fans you got to find just the right because <laughs> just the right the jews will not replace us but you got to find not, the one anti-semitic classic but that yo but like even the arabic songs i find mo's whole team is like how do you like i don't get it from them right, i go get the, the hot I go get the hot Arabic songs. 
Yo, and I'm like, way, I talked to. I don't want to shit on on your parade too. What they don't realize huh. is it's gotten so easy to do that. It just requires a little bit of work. Like you would have done the same thing even pre the internet. You would have had right. conversations and found well, you have the to call a lot more people. Yeah, you have to call more but people. But now all you got to do is put in that work on the internet and be like, let me find these joints that are the joints. Yeah, but what I do is I go on the internet and then I back it up with actual people that know the music, you, like you, Lady you S. Confirmation. Yeah, like Lady S. You know Lady S? Yeah, yeah, of course. I thought you said Lenny S. I was like, why? No, not Lenny S. S. Lady S. S. I get the music and then I hit her and I go, hey, are these the right songs to play? It should be like that one, that one, not that one, unless it's Egyptian crowd. I'm like, okay, no, it's not an Egyptian crowd. Got it. And then she'll be like, you need this one. Um, Hey, Saif, I listen, I could hear you talk about how great you are all day long, but I got to go. Tech Nine. I also saw Tech Nine. He wants to do the podcast. Because oh, you're in Kansas City. Kansas City. Oh, and your football friends came. Your football, Pat Maloney and Kelsey Grammer. Pat McAfee? No, the guy from the Ken- the Chiefs, Pat Maloney. Pat Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he was there at the show last night. And Travis night. Kelsey? And Travis Kelsey. His name is Travis Kelsey? I thought it was just Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were up in the there. last night? Yeah, they was up in there. Yeah, that would have been a good picture for the Graham. Marlon Wayne was and juvenile and Wendell from the wire and Anthony Mack. Well, that was, that was in new Orleans. I got to get to new Orleans, but we got to go. Right, we'll, do, we'll do it on Patreon. Save it we'll for the it. Patreon. Hey guys, uh, thanks this- so much. Shout to Corey Burford. <laughs> Shout to Corey. Indeed. Shout to everyone ran into people who liked everyone who liked and didn't like running into us over the last week. We appreciate all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And, and also please never forget. I'm going to be 54 years old this year.